Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Yes, we are still on vacation. Yeah, financial news. You don't get to a thousand days in a row without being consistent. So here we go. Also, I think there's a very good chance that I will do a live at 8 a.m. So about 29 minutes from now. I will do the live from my computer. So the quality won't be the same quality I have in my studio. But I want to give you my housing market state of the union. Right, I was asked by a real estate friend to come down and talk to 250 or 300 brokers, agents, investors, and I want to give you that same talk track. So uh, I will likely do that at 8 a.m. Look for that. Again, uh, the video quality won't be as good, but I want to make sure I do what I say. So look forward to that. So a couple of things to talk about August 15th. Uh, Number one, uh, I want to talk about month on month, year on year numbers. When I look at real estate investing, I believe there are three numbers you can look at. Month on month, year on year, then what I ask all of you to do. What do I ask you to do? Set up a buy box, look at it every day. I believe there's an order and a priority and it will shock a lot of uninformed YouTube or real estate investors. I believe month-on-month real estate numbers are the least valuable. I believe month-on-month numbers almost have no value. Wow, that's a bold statement. What the heck do you mean by that? Well, again, let's just, let's have an education. Let's not react without understanding what I mean. Would it shock you, would it shock you that generally speaking, from April until July or August, it is the most active real estate. Let's see. Hopefully, we're still going. The internet's not doing well. All right, we're still here. All right. So again, sorry about those little hiccups. Hopefully, hopefully this works. So again, what uh, we're talking about here is families move in the summer. And again, this talk track is month on month is the least valuable statistic. The last point about this is when families move, they generally buy the biggest home. Makes sense right? Also, would it be shocking to learn that the wealthy typically move and do their transactions in the summer? So again, month on month is interesting, but is the least valuable to me. Next, there's a lot of people talking about month on month and month on month is going to go negative and all of these things like it's something new. This one bugs me. People are talking about, hey, real estate has been up 120 months in a row. We are going to get a negative month on month. Well, folks, stop treating metrics unfairly. We are up 120 months in a row year on year. Would it shock you? Seriously, folks, would it shock you that month on month numbers are down every year? Here is numbers just since 2018. From December 19, we were at 274 median price. We went to 266 in January. 
Any idea why December to January would be lower? Well, surprising, there's a lot of people that do real estate transactions at the end of the year. Think 1031s and all of these others. So maybe there is a push to get stuff done in December. How about June of 19 at 285? It went all the way down to November 19 to 271. Again, folks, month on month is not this magical number that says housing is going to crash. Month on month always goes down every year. It's predictable. It is insulting that people are talking about month on month like it is the most important metric, but we're not done. November 2018, 257 to February of 19, 250. June 2018, 273 to October 255. How about December 21? Remember December 21? It was at 358, January 354. How about August of 2021? 361 to September 355. And finally, December 2020, 309 to January 303. So again, folks, month on month will go down. It's math. It's math. It will go down because those bigger homes aren't selling in the summer and they're going to go down. So month on month is my least favorite metric. What is my favorite metric? My favorite metric is you doing the work. You should have a buy box. You should say, uh, you know, 93703, three or four bedroom, 15 to 2,000 square feet. You should look at that every day. I believe the most important metric is what you do every day. Stop waiting for economists to declare some bottom. Economists are always late and often wrong. You should, do the, you should know your buy box better than anyone else. You should be able to say things like, Michael, in the last seven days, we've had 12 price drops. Michael. In the last seven days, we have had three cancellations. Michael, in my buy box, we have had five new listings and two come back. These are the most important metrics. If you are in the real estate game for investing or buying, you need to do the work every freaking day. Stop waiting for month-on-month -month numbers. They are nearly worthless. Now, why do I look at year-on-year? Year-on-year is not is important is daily work, not even close. Daily work, number one. Yearly, number two. Why is it number two? Well, it gives me the biggest view of apples to apples because June is always June. July is always July. Summer is summer. Spring is spring. We do not see these artificial ups and downs. Again, month on month numbers are nearly worthless. They will always go down after the summer because shockingly families have already bought and already moved and they are often the most expensive home. So again, folks, the month on month numbers are going to go down. They go down every year. I just ran you a list. I will actually post it as a story or whatever YouTube has. I took a picture. This comes from the St. Louis Fed, also called Fred, F-R-E-D. So again, month on month, interesting, but in third place. Daily activity, buy box, tracking. Number two, yearly, summer is always summer, spring is always spring, and then finally, month on month. Next up, for whatever reason, I got a lot of questions 
from folks about buying after the midterms. Buying after the midterms. So obviously, if you don't know, the midterms are in November. So apparently, all of a sudden, it is going to be a great buying time after November, which I don't know why that's earth shattering, but let's have a conversation. So can buying after the midterms be a good idea? It actually is going to be a pretty great idea, but not because it's the midterms. Let's talk about the midterms first. What do we all expect? Seriously, what do we all expect? We expect the Democrats to lose at least one of the houses, the House or the Senate. I think that's fair to say. Some people are saying they're going to lose both. As long as they lose one, we have a lame duck president for two years. Nothing will get done. Second, I don't know what's magical about an election in November when people don't get into office until January. I don't, I, I don't understand why the midterms are this... Mid, I don't understand why midterms would be a real estate event. Now, let's talk about November. If you've watched my channel for any length of time or read my book, One Rental at a Time, I told you in there, my deal of the decade, Basically, the best deal I do every year, 60 to 70% of the time, comes between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Every time. Why is that possible, Michael? Well, it's really quite simple. We are heading into a real estate slowdown. Transaction crash. Less buyers, less sellers. Ask yourself this question. If you are listing a property between Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, are you probably motivated? Might you have some time-sensitive things about this calendar year versus next year? So let me tell you this. I believe this year, between Thanksgiving and New Year's, will be an amazing time to find motivated sellers. But let's also be clear. What I just said is not permission to do nothing. What you need to be doing today August 15th is looking at your market every day, your buy box every day. And then when you get to Thanksgiving or December 1st or December 9th, you're going to be saying, Michael, this house is coming on and off the market three times. It's had four price drops. I'm going to write a crazy ass low offer. Good for you. Do the work. When I say the best deal or the deal of the decade is coming between Thanksgiving and Christmas or New Year's, it is not permission to do nothing. Please do the work. So again, I think it's very reasonable in what will be a real estate-led recession that some amazing deals will happen between Thanksgiving and New Year's, and it will have nothing to do with the midterms. But hey, good, good timing, I guess. Good timing. So what else happened today? China consumer. China do China not good. Bad, bad, bad. We've been talking about for a while. I think it started nine months ago when we had that surprise Starbucks miss. China consumer is slowing down. Uh, retail sales were 2.7%, expected 5%. Industrial production expected 4.6, came in 3.8. All things in China are crashing. Guess what happened? Rate cut. Rate cut, rate cut, rate cut. The, the Chinese government cut two rates. They realize they are dangerously close. Fortunately, they broke the back of the consumer. The consumers believe they can invest in real estate and thought that was the path to a better financial future, and they smashed them. 
And now you have people not paying mortgages, you have bad debt, builders are going belly up. It's not good over there. Unemplo oh, unemployment in China. This one scared me. I, I only read this once. Let's see what happens. Uh, 16 to 24 year olds. So 16, I don't know, what is 16? Like a junior in high school to 24. Un unemployment, 19%. Woo, 19. That's, that's not good. That's no bueno. Uh, we get retail sales. I think it's tomorrow. It might be Wednesday. I think we're going to get another good news is bad news. Bad news is good news. What does that mean? We have retail sales expectations. I don't know what they are, but let's say they come in hot or good. That means the Fed has more work to do. Bad. Retail sales up, market down. Retail sales bad, market up because the Fed has less work to do. I think that is where we are. Yesterday, Dan Bird uh, did us a solid. He told me about a warning that he had about the market today or this week about $5 billion in call options that are in the money. Apparently, market makers, maximum pains about $5 billion. Yeah, go watch that video. I didn't understand all of it, but that's why I bring you experts in other areas. Uh, so take a look at that. Dan, thank you for uh, coming on. China's slowdown is driving oil down. Oil was at 87 this morning. Serious question. Could we stop releasing oil from the um, strategic reserve? I'm just saying, we're already at 87. We're not at 150. Can we stop throwing a million barrels into the uh, supply? <coughs> Final, home builders. Remember, we have three metrics on the housing market this week. The first one is home builders. It is bad, 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 as we expected. It is actually below 50 which is the dividing line between good and bad. It came in at 49, down six points. Housing is going to lead us into a recession. Did you know? Again, these folks talking about the housing market like they know what they're talking about. Did you know in 2018 when rates got to 5%, builders slowed down for two years? Two years. You look at the numbers. The numbers are in the 52-year spreadsheet. These people calling on builders are going to go belly up and price drops and all this stuff don't understand running a business. Builders are going to blow out inventory. They should. They're just like Walmart. They're just like Target. Their finished good is a home. They want to recoup the cash, but they're going to slow down. Builders slowed down in 2018 for two years. It's going to happen again. And this slowdown might take three or four years. Think about it. If you were a builder, would you be building in this environment? The answer is yes, because you're a builder, but damn it, you would go slow, slow, slow. What else do I have? Oh, the last thing is affordability. Affordability is the number one problem in housing today. I believe the Fed broke housing. I believe supply, demand, transaction crashes all happening right now. Affordability gets fixed one of three ways. Rates come down. Things are more affordable. Price drops. Stuff's more affordable. Or third, wages go up. Some of you have called me incorrectly a housing bull. I am not a housing bull. I'm very much like Mark Zandi. Before Mark was saying this, I have tried to say repeatedly, housing is going to be flat for four to five years. I believe wages, which are currently up 6%, are 
will continue to go up at five, six, seven percent for five years. When you compound that, our wages will be up 35, 38, 40 percent. Since then, then in 2027, housing is affordable. It's just how math works. So again, I am not a housing bull. I am obviously not a housing bear from prices. I think that is foolish. So again, wrapping this up, month on month, housing data is the least valuable. It doesn't take into account the business cycle. Most busy from April to August. The biggest homes get sold from April to August. The distressed homes get sold at the end of the year. Sorry, folks, month on month, yeah, it's going to go negative. It goes negative every year. Go look it up. It's not magical. Month on month will go down just like last year, just like the year before, just like the year before, just like the year before, so on and so on and so on. Go look it up. These people that are talking like month on month is the thing do not know what they are talking about. So again, folks, most important metric is you doing the work. Buy box every day. You should be able to answer questions. How many new listings? How many pendings? How many price drops? How many days on market? How many cancellations? How many things came back? This is your job. I don't care if you're an owner, occupant, or an investor. The most important metric is daily execution by you. Don't rely on any economist, any YouTube channel to talk about month-on-month -month numbers. They're nearly irrelevant. Please do the work. All right, folks, we are going to do my uh, housing market state of the union here at 8 o'clock. I hope you enjoy it. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.